This is the Coaching for Pastors podcast, episode 102. Hey, Pastor, it's good to be with you today. We've just got a few minutes, so let's get going. My name is Jeff Cady. I'm the pastor of Community Heights Alliance Church in Newton, Iowa. Been a pastor for 35 years and love talking to pastors and being around pastors. And next week, I'm going to be in Omaha, Nebraska for some meetings where I get to be around a lot of pastors and ministry workers, so I'm looking forward to that. Hey, I've learned something recently that goes against what I have taught several times in the last 10 years, and that is this. I've been teaching that you don't have to separate your devotional life from your message prep time, from your personal study of Scripture, because I've gotten so much out of studying Scripture for messages that I've always felt like that was a deeply devotional time for me. Uh, I could spend that time learning and growing, and I didn't have to segment it differently from my prep time. And And it's not that I always did my devotions when I prepped for messages. That's not the case. But I never saw my message prep time as time that couldn't also be devotional. And and I guess as I say it that way, I still think it's true. But in my experience recently, I've been seeing a, a perspective on this that I don't think I've really delineated before. And that is that when when a pastor shares devotional time with message prep time, you know, he or she is kind of learning as a teacher. But when you're doing your devotional time and you're not trying to work on any kind of message prep. You sit as a pupil, as a student of the word, as a receiver, as somebody who's getting fed and filled up by the word of God, somebody who could stand in quick response to what you're reading or sit or kneel in in response to what you're reading and allow God to begin to work in your own heart because you're not thinking at all about how you can teach it or how you can share it. You sit as a student and as a pupil. And I think that we as pastors, we need to come before God as a student, as a learner, in humility and without any kind of authority uh, to us, where is in a teaching role or a preaching role, we're coming with a sense of authority. The authority certainly from the call of God in our life, from the power of the Holy Spirit, and from, I think, most immediately, the authority of Scripture. Because as we teach out of Scripture, that is our authority. Because we may not be walking in the power of the Spirit at a certain time. We may not uh, sense the call of God necessarily on our life in any powerful way, on any given day. But if we're preaching out of the Word of God, that's that's where the authority comes from. And, and we need to come before God not as an authority over others, but just as a student, as a learner, to come before him to receive and to apply to our own life, not somebody else's. I was reading recently in Jeremiah chapter 2, And I read something that just turned my heart inside out and upside down for for a number of minutes, or as I used to say to my kids, a couple whiles. 
And that was this in Jeremiah 2.27. God is talking about his people, and he's lamenting their behavior and their treatment and their attitude toward him. And he says, they turned their backs to me and not their faces. And God is saying, I I wanted them to turn their face toward me. And I, I immediately applied that to the situation I have as a grandfather, where when my grandkids come to me, I in no way would want them to turn their backs on me. I would want them to turn their faces toward me. I want to see their faces. I I love them. I want to see the light of their eyes, and I want to see the smile on their face. I want to see the expression and the emotion. I want to pull them close and hug them and kiss them on the cheek. And I thought, if I, a fallen man, can feel that way about my grandkids, yeah, I can see where God would feel that way infinitely more. And he says, as the infinite deity, he laments they, his people, humans, turned their backs to me and not their faces. And over and over, he says throughout the prophets how he longed to bless them, how much he wanted to take care of them, and how much he would redeem them and restore them and put them back in the land and give them back the glory that he had once given them as a people of God. You remember he he took the glory at one time from their presence, and there they were, destitute by themselves. And, and as I sat in my devotional time with that, and I reflected on that, I, I, I realized I am not prepping this to share it with anybody. God is sharing this with me, and God is telling me, Jeff, I don't ever want your back turned toward me. I want to see your face. And that was so affirming to me. God wants to see my face. Yeah, I can understand that. I, I can relate to that. Okay, God, I, I don't ever want to turn my face from you so that you see my back. I want my face to be turned toward you. And pastor, my friend, may you and me together as pastors, as preachers of God's word, as shepherds of God's people, as overseers of his flocks and herds, may we always stand with our faces toward the living God to receive from him, to receive strength and enablement and blessing and power from him to do all those things that he's called us to do. And so I think that a pastor needs that, yes, yes, I was wrong, partly wrong, maybe mostly wrong. But yeah, we do need that that quiet time without the thought of sharing it or teaching it with anybody else. Now, I've just shared it with you. I shared that my experience with God with with my people on a Sunday morning, but I wasn't prepping to sharing with them. It was just what God did in my life, and I shared that testimony of what God did in my life. And so I share it with you. And let me also say that when you're prepping for a message, man, it better be doing spiritual work in you and in me, or else how can we share it with others? But I have since then appreciated these quiet times with God 
when I prep for no one and I allow God to speak to my heart. I hope that's encouraging to you, Pastor, and it's good to talk to you, good to be with you today. I hope you have a great day, and I'll see you tomorrow on the Coaching for Pastors podcast.